just, uh, I was just looking at something for my wife. God rest her soul. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. Oh, no, no, she's not dead yet. We're just divorced. She's history. <laughs> and obviously she doesn't wear underwear. And <laughs> there are plenty of shopping days left until adulteries, adulthood, which is to say Christmas as a mule. Yule log. Not a log. I don't have a log, but I mean, you know, just, if I had a log, not in the sense that you think I said I did. <laughs> oh, good golly. Tis the season to be merry. Most important question I'm going to ask you today. Was she into him? Be serious. You know, I, I think so. I do. <laughs> I was wondering if it was in his head. No, I think there's something endearing about him. I don't know. He's being goofy. I think she found that she found that cute. She, she really likes do. the dad, dad energy. Yeah, I think <laughs> so. The widower. Yeah, not yet. I always wondered. Was he implying he was going to murder her? I, you know, hey, there's crazy things you do for love, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. department store, department store. I mean, remember, like the the department store, like seller person like they still have yeah. the perfume and cologne people but like i remember we watched child's play one right like the one lady wouldn't wasn't allowed to work the one counter she didn't know how to sell like this right. lady knows how to sell lingerie so oh, i yeah. guess there's no other replacement oh, yeah. she sells she shows she tells joe she, she does it all <laughs> i i don't know i'm curious what everyone else thinks you guys have to let us know anyway welcome back this is episode 144 of the Last Row Podcast. It's the first movie in a, a trio of holiday heavy hitters here, which we'll get to in a minute. So you'll you'll be hearing us talk about some holiday movies. But if you're new to the show, check us out, thelastrowpodcast.com. Follow us on all the social channels at The Last Row Pod. Please hit that subscribe button on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And uh, check us out there. And if you're enjoying the show, please leave a five-star review. Welcome back, Badway. Merry holidays i guess it's early but we're we're in the spirit this is the this is the one that gets us in the spirit are you are you are you feeling uh feeling jolly sure and i by the way i would not throw it all away if i had beverly d'angelo <laughs> yeah i know right so yeah babs. Yeah, feel, yeah babs and all yeah yeah feeling jolly holly jolly oh uh and all that jazz it's too early for that drew it is it is but for me to get it. no it's not too early to like start the season but it's too early to be get to get jacked okay. about it. You know? I see. I understand. I'm in, I'm in phase one of like just accepting it. You're warming up. Warming up to it. Put me by the fire that is Christmas. <laughs> I'm rubbing my hands in the fire that that is the Christmas fire. Did did we jump into the fire with this movie? Because I know a lot of people watch this Christmas Eve. Like, is no. this, was it too early for this no, one for you? I mean, this is a good companion piece. And the, I like you it. Know, It'll drop, I believe, on like the fifth or something. I don't know, days seventh. <laughs> the seventh. If you're listening the to this on the seventh, they could save it. Listen, people, have restraint. I don't know. We drop this app on the seventh, and you're listening to it on the seventh. You don't have to. We but appreciate what this, it. This gets them in the mood. This is like, getting them yeah, warmed up. But like, you know, it's like you know what you know. Like, you ever you ever practiced tantric, Drew? The tantric. <laughs> We, this could, you know, let's do that for the episode, right? You know, we, we're we save both it. tantric masters of all the people that are listening to us. Save it. <laughs> Enjoy it. Oh, maybe, you guys maybe, feeling the... <laughs> maybe maybe five minutes, five minutes a day. That, that always going for his Howard yeah. Stern impression over let's, here from private parts. Let's, 
Let's edge them, Drew. Yeah. <laughs> too far. Too far. Christmas. Across the line. <laughs> Christmas vacation. I crossed the line. I'm sorry. Released on the day we are speaking, December 1st, 1989, day of recording. <laughs> this is the, I don't do math, I used to, uh, 34th anniversary. Yeah. How 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 is that about? I you know what's funny? I didn't watch this movie as a Ute. You didn't? I, I believe I first saw this movie well after my twenty first birthday. Interesting. For the first Interesting. time. Interesting. Yeah. I've seen like, it younger, but yeah. not a traditionally yeah. younger. It wasn't spun the in my household. I guess the discs weren't spinning. It was more of a cassette tape. The, the tapes were the tape, magnetizing or you know, whatever the, they call it. The, the tape was not magnetized <laughs> in the household. <laughs> so this is this is a big one for you. This is uh it, it, it wasn't one that I watched every year, but I would I would maybe say it was one that I got more into the older that I got. But I I yeah. had seen it younger. It just yeah. wasn't something they didn't show it on TV like they do now. Whereas mm. a Christmas story was like the movie that everybody oh. saw. That because they forced you to think it's they special by by playing it for twenty four hours straight. Right? Am I crazy if I I'm going to probably piss a lot of people off right now by saying this, but I think that movie's a little overrated. No, I like movie. it. F that movie. I like yeah. it, but it's overrated. Because they overrated it, because they play it all day on Christmas. They, they did. They tried to make it a thing, you know? It doesn't have to be a thing. Just play it normal like every other movie. My favorite thing was when they, they started to play Jingle All the Way. Because I'll, I'll take yeah. some Howard Langston yeah. TBS. selling mastresses every you know, day. Ted, Ted Turner knows how to celebrate Christmas. <laughs> he knows what's so, up. Arnold yeah. Christmas. With a run hour of one hour, 47 minutes. I think it's just right. Just about right. A comedy slash family slash Christmas movie directed by Jeremiah Chechik. Written by John Hughes. I got Wait, nothing John to say about Jeremiah. Him. Jeremiah, I, I don't know anything about him. Uh, I, could, I, could, I could take him or leave him. Did you know that Chris Columbus almost directed this? And John, he, well, yeah. he decided he couldn't work with Chevy Chase. So oh, even though he needed a job, he decided that he was going to quit anyway. And then John feel, Hughes brought him in for Home Alone. I feel like a lot of people don't like Chevy Chase. That's a fact. Yeah. I don't, I mean, actually, well, what is, I don't want to be, what is it, slander or libel? I forgot slander. which one, but. Write it down, it's libel. Allegedly, he's difficult yeah. to work with, allegedly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, John Hughes, isn't John Hughes, Chris Columbus, aren't they the duo? They, they, yeah, something? well, yeah. Columbus did a bunch of other movies with him, but he did, he did uh, Home Alone, right? And yeah, he went right. on to make six times the amount of money as this movie. So I think it worked yeah. out for sure. a little sure. bit. It's my fun fact of the day there. Yeah, IMDb 7.5 out of 10. Too low. It's probably too low. Too Rotten low. Tomatoes 70%. Too low. Too low. <laughs> Although, there's not much going on in this movie besides family turmoil, right? But I guess that's the beauty of it, too, is they don't try to do too much. It's right? a, it's a, like a period movie. It's It's like yeah. a... It's not an incident film. Well, actually, no. maybe yeah, it is a, an the incident film. The incidents happen, yeah. It's like a a couple weeks in your life, and I like it. I don't know. I guess I think the charm of it is its simplicity. There isn't like too much the story other than it's like a it's like a a vignette of skits almost. Yeah, I, and it, it was there was there's the slapstick a little bit too, yeah. which I like. Metacritic forty nine percent too low. That's crazy. Three point five out of five. Letterboxed. I think that's too low, but I can understand it. People probably yeah. just don't like Chevy Chase or something, or they yeah. think it's overrated. Like I, mean, I think he's, he's, he's wronged a lot of people. Apparently, a lot of people don't like him. I mean, <laughs> in and out of the business. Yeah, I still think it's too low. Yeah. I give it like yeah. five out of five, hands down. 
As the holidays approach, Clark Griswold wants to have a perfect family Christmas. So he pesters his wife, Ellen, and children as he tries to make sure everything is in line, including the tree and house decorations. However, things go awry quickly. His hick cousin. Whoa. That says it there. Hick. Whoa. Hick cousin Eddie Watch and his it, family show up unplanned and start having <laughs> and start living in their camper. They were having Griswold property. I don't know if he's a hick. I just think he's he's actually a war veteran that <laughs> I think he's from know, Kansas. I that got know. brain that got a brain injury. It's a hard age, man. Yeah. <laughs> Even worse, Clark's employers renege on the holiday bonus he needs. Did they or did they just decide that they just weren't going to do it this year? And look, I'm yeah. not for big corporate America here. No, I'm, it I'm sounds the like opposite. you are. It sounds like but you are. I have a lot of thoughts on on bonuses and whether it's part of your salary or not I let me ask you that. how did you fill your pool this this holiday season all the bonuses you stole from your employees i did not uh-huh. I, i'll say this i don't count my bonus as part of my 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 like salary and i think that's yeah. like a mistake mistake yeah. number one clark w griswold yeah one would say a fool would do that it yeah. was very foolish if you mm-hmm. if you would say one would say yeah. <laughs> it's very foolish before we move on how do you feel about a a movie a live action film opening with a cartoon sequence. I, this I this like was kind it. of a thing in like the eighties and seventies. Do you like it? I liked it. And it's funny because I told you this before we recorded, but I actually watched this with my daughter because I was like, it's, I think she's old enough to at least see most of it. And yeah. it was one of those things where she's never seen this before. She didn't even know. We just said, Hey, we're going to watch a, a, a classic Christmas movie. And mm-hmm. she like saw the opening. And then when it transitioned to real people, yeah. she's like, Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> so confused. But she thought it was funny when you know Santa showed his his butt crack. So yeah. that was pretty funny. But I like it. I'm a fan. I don't yeah, think they like, do it enough. There was Grease. Uh, City Slickers did it. Honey, uh, I Shrunk the Kids did it. I don't know. It's a thing. I like it. Uh, you know, a part of me thinks the movie's kind of short, and I think they were trying to stretch it. The runtime said an hour forty seven, but I think that's kind of uh, that's over exaggerating. I think so? the movie was more like one thirty something. To be honest, if, if I'm I remember, okay with that. I mean, if I remember watching. Be. It I feel doesn't... like I feel like the four minute cartoon stretched the movie out a little bit. <laughs> that's, that's an old. It's an old movie trick. That's a uh, a, a Chechik Chechik yeah. special. There, yeah. he pulled it yeah. out, Jeremiah. Right. They call it pulling a Chechen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Taglines. All right, there's only three today. Now that you've survived the holidays, you deserve a vacation. I can relate to that. Okay. All right. I think like, you know, that when you have like a really, like a lot of obligations, there's, there's some things that, you know, you need a vacation from the vacation. Yeah. It's not necessarily just holidays. Just when you have a lot of obligations outside of work, you need a vacation from your vacation. I agree. You'll crack up, but you'll like, you get it. Yeah. I get it. You get get it? it. Listen, I love puns as much as anyone, but. I'm out on all Yule puns. You get it? Yeah. Like put it on the movie poster, Yule crack yeah. up. Oh, oh, we get it. <laughs> There's no place like home for a holiday. It's too generic. Nah, nah, nah. We'll go with the first one. I mean, yeah, that's good. All right. So this thing had a $28 million budget. It returned 74. So it's definitely a hit. And, you know, it was obviously popular. I don't know that they could have predicted that it would endure the times that it's it's fully, you know, become. And some would argue... I don't know if you would argue. You? Would would one argue or would you argue that this is actually the best of the vacation movies in the whole in the whole series? I would say know. this is the best one. You don't want to know what I want to say. I know what you're going to say. Because what I say would probably get me kicked off of the uh, 
you know, the podcast district. You know, my my, <laughs> my movie, my movie, my my blockbuster movie pass would be revoked. You really revoke it? Are you? I'm going to say. I'm going to say Vegas think. Vacation. I, the best. I one. love that one. I it's don't a care. fun movie. I don't care what anyone says. Th- this one, it's my favorite. You could one could also argue that this actually isn't really a vacation movie because they go somewhere in the first one, they go somewhere in the second one, and then they yeah. go somewhere in the fourth one, but they don't yeah. really go anywhere here. So True. they don't go anywhere. He's still working, you know, it's the whole thing. Oh, but you know, it's in the world of the, you vacation. gotta, it's, it's the brand. It's the brand. So how would you rank them then if you had to? Is, but which one is this in, in the this series? Is the third. Is this the third one? Okay. Yeah, the first one is so the regular the vacation. vacation. Second yeah, is European. Amusement Park, European. Yeah. The European one is nobody nobody shows that one. I've never seen it. I, I it's feel good, blasphemous. But, but. but nobody shows it. It's never on TV. It's never anywhere. I, I don't never know saw it. It's, it's a fun movie. I missed it. In, yeah. uh, it it's yeah. probably funny. I just, I mm-hmm. never saw it. Yeah, I'm going Vegas is one. Don't do it. No, this one's two. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Re- regular vacation is three, and then European is four. But that doesn't mean that four is bad. No, or, I think, or that or that two is bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I think it's just four. There's four good movies. I would say this is my first one, and then the first one obviously is a the best movie. But I think yeah. Vegas is is such a fun movie that yeah. it's so silly and ridiculous. But. Yeah. I don't know. You could say it's a cash grab, but I, I really liked it. I don't care if it's cash grab. It was cash grab done right. You could, it could be a cash <laughs> grab and it could be done right. Where so. where does this one... So we've done a lot of holiday movies on this show already, right? Like I was looking them yeah. up and we have a whole playlist of holiday movies. I can't easily playlist the, the audio versions, but what I can do is I can send you guys in the link, in the show notes, I can put a, a playlist of the, the podcast for Christmas or holidays on YouTube, which we, we have a playlist, so go check it out, youtube.com slash the last word podcast. But where does this one rank for you? You mentioned that you saw it later in life, more regularly. Yeah. Like, is this a staple for you now, a holiday staple? It is. I'll probably watch it yearly. Um, right on, right up there with Home Alone and Home Alone 2. Um, just saw Home Alone the other day, actually. Just Great movie. By the way, still good. I don't know if you know. It doesn't get, it doesn't get bad. <laughs> it so. didn't get bad. <laughs> You know, our, you know, our right up our alley of our uh, age, Jingle All the Way is hot. You know, I'll do that. I'm a fan of, and this is, some of these are, some some people might think these are lame, but I'm a fan of the old school stop action, like, yeah. like Clay or like Rudolph the Red Nose. The Rudolph stuff and, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the Abominable Snowman thing. That's a good one to me. My wife really likes those. She, I like those. She grew up with those. Traditionally. Yeah. And then the dumb frosty one where he goes happy birthday. He tells everybody happy birthday for Christmas. He's like an <laughs> idiot for some reason. Those cartoons, but those are probably just because I grew up and those were hot at the time. I I think this one is probably my favorite of all of them, just because of the vibe of it. And I really like Jingle All the Way, obviously, because I'm a huge Schwarzenegger stan, as uh, yeah. as the young kids would say these sure. days. But I mean, I like the classics too. And, you know, we've done, you know, Jack Frost, we've done a bunch of these others. And by the way, I don't dislike A Christmas Story. I think it's it's fine, but I don't yeah. think it's like the yeah, facto. Yeah, we're, we're, we're okay. We're done with it. We're done. I don't really yeah. have a, a connection to it like I do. I also think Elf is a great movie too for, for the holidays, which we haven't really done mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Elf can be a little overbearing too, and that can be a little overplayed too. Uh, that You know, people try to overplay Elf as well. It's dangerous. It gets shoved down your face. Yeah, uh, but, but I, I guess that's a lot of Christmas movies are guilty of that, I suppose. Because it's like, oh, it's time to watch it. 
that's the way for all, all, all Christmas movies, I suppose. I think a, a more recent one that came out that I found, I watched a few years back that for the first time was The Night Before with Seth Rogen, oh, I yeah. think Anthony Mackie, and, mm-hmm. and JGL. Well, I thought that was actually a really, yeah. really fun hey, movie. Let's not forget, man. I know. Harold Kumar. Say. Yeah, Harold and Kumar. Such a good Christmas movie. It's one of it my really favorites, is. man. It's got heart. I, I also, I don't know if you guys are are into this too, but I haven't seen these and these are up our alley, so I don't know why we haven't seen these yet. But these sort of like action, like tongue and cheek uh, movies. Like the uh, Hopper Knight. from from uh, yeah from, from uh, what you call it, Stranger Things, Violent the Knight, Mel Gibson one, Fat Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We haven't watched those. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I've avoided them not purposefully, but yeah, they're probably great. My my other all timer is uh, we've done it on this show. We'll have to go back to it. Just Friends. And yeah, classic. Just Friends, yep. Because people don't think of that when they think of a Christmas movie, but yeah, totally counts. What What do you think, so do you think this then, you think about the different Christmas movies that are out there, Does do you feel like this movie does like a family Christmas justice? Like, does yeah, it depict so. the family Christmas, the season? I think so. It's, obviously, it's over-exaggerated with all the zaniness, but I feel like a lot of times you have your family over and you love your family, but at the same time, it can be a chore to host someone, especially for as long as they did. And it's like, especially being like, I thought the kids were represented accurately where, you know, they're kind of, they feel like they're being put through it. They're burdened by it, you know, but that's kind of a selfish way to look at it. I thought that was accurately put. The most um, unrealistic part is Griswold himself for being just super, happy-go-lucky, thinking he could pull this off and everybody's going to be happy and it's all going to be a good time because something's going to happen or somebody's going to get mad at somebody. You have all those people in the house. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's it's weird because I think... Now, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was gonna, I'm going to put you on the spot and I know you don't want to talk about this, but I'm going to have you talk about it right now. Um, can you imagine a world where your parents and your parents-in-law were living under the same roof for two weeks? I don't think that I could imagine that for like any groups of people there. They're all four of them are very nice people. They're very great. Great. And they like each other, but put them, it's almost like a real world, like big brother situation, right? Where it's like a reality TV show, put them in a house together for a week and they're going to start clashing. Four that's strangers. Exactly what would happen. That's actually what happens here. <laughs> what do they say? Four yeah. strangers. Four strangers take to live in a house. It's, it's, you're right, though. You yeah. get all the different personalities, and these people know each other just like our families would, too. Like, yeah. I, I feel like you go stay with anybody for a long period of time, right? Yeah. Like, we lived together for how long? But we had separate spaces. Like, we, I think we got along really well when we lived together for a long sure. time. But, like, you know, I, I think you... You have a hard time, I think, finding compatible people to be under the same roof with you. And that's not a knock on anybody. That's just like people have different interests and different styles and things. You put them all together at this time, which is some people would say it's the most stressful time of year for them too. Because like Beverly D'Angelo trying to get everything ready, like Mm -hmm. Clark's still working. That's a lot of stress, man. And that's the other thing. And not to get into all everything, maybe as we transition into Clark Griswold himself, but- you know, it's all fun and games for Clark, right? He's gonna. This is gonna be a great time. We're all gonna get together. Oh, but he, here you go, dear. You're gonna you're His gonna cook for everybody. It. You're gonna host everybody. Clark's outside, running away from it all, doing yep. the lights and all that. He's purposefully like ducking out of the house because yeah. to avoid the chaos. She's stuck. <laughs> and she's stuck. Like so, he's 
he it's what he wants, but he sticks it with her. Yeah, he does. It's interesting. I don't know. Maybe we could do this. I don't know if it's now or whatever. You said you just watched Home Alone. I want to talk about Clark and and speculate on him a little bit. But I, you mentioned like the different dynamics. You saw what happened with the McAllisters when they were alone for what one day yeah. resulted in you know the spill of the century. Pepsi oh. going everywhere. Oh jeez, don't don't remind me. All kind. Of- <laughs> I fired up. John Hurd, R.I.P. But yeah. that 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 classic acting job of of the dumping the Pepsi, but there's there's <laughs> in the milk. You can't do more than one take, man. You can't do more than one take. He screwed up the one take. <laughs> one take Columbus. Yeah. So it's it's. But I want to ask you, maybe who are nicer people, the McAllisters or the Griswolds, and are the uh, Griswolds like bad people? It's no contest of the Griswolds because true, the McAllisters don't give a crap about no. Christmas. You're right. They're all about expensive, lavish trips to Paris and Florida. Not that Florida's anything, yeah. But <laughs> they're they're about going to tropical, who, like like uh, famous words of Kevin Callister. Who who wants to spend Christmas in a tropical environment anyway? Yeah. Right. They, they're not. Hot. They don't care. They're they're about sh- you know going to fancy places, having fancy dinners, showing off, doing this and that. They leave the poor boy home. <laughs> Isn't that a weird thing? So obviously we're people that grew up and lived in the Northeast. I've never been anywhere for Christmas time that wasn't cold. Like it's just, it's what that time of year is to me. But obviously that's one small part of the world. (laughs) Right, right, yeah. It's weird when I think about, you know, I have friends and family in California that are like, it's, they're wearing shorts and tank tops. 75 degrees on Christmas day, yeah. Do you put a tree up? Like you do, but like, do you decorate it like snow? Like it's a weird thing, right? Or do you have a palm tree? Those people, let me tell you, they wish they had snow. Until they until Until they they had snow, yeah. Until they get it, it's a dream of they're they're jealous of us, like legitimately jealous because they don't know the burden. They just see the fun games. It was uh, it was awesome. I worked with a guy who was here from Brazil, and um, he saw snow for the first time when he was when he was here. He also saw snow in New Jersey. So Mm. you know, you got not only to the dirty snow. But you also got the driving situation there. Oh, and he yeah. was like, man, that was, he loved it until he had to drive in it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I don't mean to take us on a tangent. Uh, talk about Clark Griswold here. What do you think he was like previously? You asked this before yeah. we started. I think it's a great question. It's it's a great question because I feel like, because obviously, you know, he's a very positive guy in the films that you push him the, enough times, he goes nuts, right? He's got that psycho inside of him ready, to, ready to burst out quiet <laughs> rage perfect perfect wording quiet rage do you think he was always this way or do you think that he had major rage as like a as a high schooler and early 20s and he got it out of a system and maybe maybe settled down when when he met when he met mrs griswold he might have because we saw only the only things that we've really seen in this movie specifically was him and the like the home the home movies yeah. And he seemed like a nice kid, but we don't know what happened. But after that was that. an eight year old that we don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe you got some of the family I, members I that you see. Like, he probably was. I feel like he maybe he had a drug problem in his twenties. <laughs> talking Coke. Maybe a uh, I think that he you know, I think that he maybe was in jail once or twice, misdemeanors, but you know, fights. I feel like he had a very serious rage problem that that he has since controlled and suppressed only when the extreme circumstances bursted out of him. You even saw a shadow of it in the in the very beginning with the road rage. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was keeping it together for the kids. 
What's your, you, what's, you know, he wanted to get out and smash that car. What's your take on that? What do you do in that situation? Are you, are you pulling over? What are you doing? Listen, I've, I've grown up as yep. far as road rage goes because I, I will, I will see her internally and swear at them under my breath, but there's too many people yep. that will shoot you if you, if you flip them the finger, right? It's a fact. They will, they will shoot you. I don't know where you live, you guys, listeners, but where, where we come from. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not about block. where we come from. No. My town. <laughs> Even though there, there, was a, there was a shooting was. On, on our highway uh, for yeah. Road Rage. <laughs> Man, but it, yeah, it's bad. I'm not messing with people because people, people will, like, they'll shoot you. They'll get out and they'll club your car. It's not worth it. Like, as mad as it. I get, I do it. exactly what you yeah. do. I get real mad, but it's like, yeah. you just let it be. It's fine. I'm not going to double finger somebody because, you know, I, I don't need bullets flying at my head. I recently had somebody, I there's a uh, a walking path near our house at a, at a post office, and yeah. the pedestrians can push a button, and it lights up like a crossing sign, and there's like flashing lights. Yeah. And I had my daughter in the car with me. She's like seven. And I stopped for the crosswalk because you're supposed to. <laughs> This guy was like, he was so mad at me. Like, I, I'm, like he was. How could? How dare you? How dare you, know? you let you know? It was crazy. The pedestrian pass. Like, and I'm not. I'm not like you know, as my dad would call like the Q-tip drivers. You know, the old yeah. the old people. But it, it, it was a situation. But no, I, I do you think he had any other uh, other addictions? Especially given that every movie there's always oh, like a, yeah. a, a lady that is not his wife that he's well. Speculating it's on. either it's either he had a sex addiction addiction, or like he's just sex crazed, and it's like, but he doesn't act on it. It's it always like the fantasy, right? But it doesn't seem like he has an unhealthy marriage. Like there are scenes no. in there where they're like getting together, so it's not like uh, you know he loves he loves his wife, and he would never cheat. But I mean, he the daydreams are always there. She she's a saint. His wife yeah. dealing yeah. with this. Uh, what about? What about him as as a father? So you you we've talked about this many times on the show. You invented the bad father barometer. Do you what do you think of him as a father? And I think we could compare him to some other movie dads from the movies that we've done, or maybe some other ones within Christmas movies. Where do you see him on the on the scale? So I I, I have a mixed thoughts on this because yes, he's a great father. I'm not going to take that away from him. He's a great a father. He's there for his kids. We'll do anything for him, right? But as the sibling, mm-hmm. you kind of want him to back off a little bit, don't yep. you? He's too much. A little much. You know, there's Deadbeat, there's Griswold, <laughs> and you want something in the middle, right? <laughs> Deadbeat and Griswold. Yeah. He's no Roger's dad. No, he's not Roger's dad. You know, there's like Roger's dad, and then there's like somewhere along the way, there's Tim Allen from Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> then... Then a little bit higher of him is is Harry Tasker, not Harry Tasker, <laughs> Howard uh, Langston, Howard Langston, mattress, know, Arnold, uh, Ar- yeah, Arnold from uh, Jingle, who can't step away from the mattress business to to take care of his son, right? You're my number one customer, by yeah. The way. And then a little bit further along that is the Jack Frost dad, Mike, from Michael Keaton, that's trying to keep the band together even though it's not working. Buddy. <laughs> Literally, it's not working. He dies. Yeah, he dead. dies trying to keep the band together, slipping on some snow. <laughs> Turns into a snowman. Turns into a snowman. And oh, and now that he's a snowman, there's time to hang out with the boy. <laughs> After he's melting, he yeah. needs climate controlled environment right. to hang I out with like, the sun. I feel like I want Michael Keaton as my dad. I The, the band so? guy who's like away a lot, but when he comes back, he's on when he's there. Really? I mean, you, if your dad was a snowman, it's pretty yeah. cool. But so, dad enough to make him miss you. 
That's right. Yeah, that's what I say. He's not too overbearing. He's gone <laughs> enough that you, you, you want him back. Yeah. What yeah. about Peter McAllister? Because I don't think he was very good. I mean, we talked about him. Like, no. So you don't think Tim Allen was a good dad, like pre pre Santa Claus? Listen, I don't I don't know how many children are in the McAllister household. I don't know how what are children four, and I what think. are cousins. You know, I forget. But I have a feeling that Peter doesn't know all of his kids' names. <laughs> I just have a, a slight sense. <laughs> At least Clark knows his kids. Yeah. They keep changing yeah. every movie, though. Every single yeah. movie is a di- yeah. different actors. Different actors, same name. It's all good. Rusty and Russ uh, and Audrey. Yeah, Audrey. So yeah. I don't know. I, I think maybe he learned it from his dad though, because his dad, but his dad's older and more wise where he sort of backed off a little bit. But I liked, I don't know if you ever get a little choked up at the scene where his dad's giving him the advice about like, hey man, oh, you're kind of going a little crazy here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His dad's got the wisdom and the wherewithal and he's been through it, right? He's He said he's got some yeah. help from Jack yeah. Daniels. And you can see the dynamic, the two parents, like Clark's parents are very lovey-dovey and- uh, Ellen. Is it, is it Ellen? I think Ellen. I keep calling her Beverly because that's her real name. I mean, Who Beverly knows? D'Angelo is her real name. Yeah. But. yeah. Um, her parents are a little bit more, you know, I don't know, snooty. I don't know. A little more uptight, right? But yeah, I think that comes with it. I think it's handed down. And honestly, I think that's 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 you, man. You 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 come from a great father. And I appreciate that. I think you're a good father yourself, and Thank you know, you. I think you're you're more on the on the positive side. You're you're more <laughs> you're more you're more Griswold than than D'Angelo. Uh, yeah, I'm not uh, uh, whatever the whatever the name is Johnson. The, is I it Johnson? forgot what the heck their name was. It I think was, it's Johnson. I forgot. Well, uh, our Eddie's Francis. Eddie's last name is Johnson. Was it? Yeah, so I don't know if that name carries over or because I don't know the full relation. He's he's the cousin of 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 Ellen, right? It, yeah, he's he's a it, that's always that was always one thing that I it was Smith. I think it says Francis oh, it was, and and Art Smith. Okay, then Johnson isn't isn't the family name then? Okay, yeah, Johnson is is Eddie's name to uh, yeah. cousin Catherine Johnson. You're yeah. right, and Ruby Sue. But you're right, it's. It's and I appreciate. It. Thank you for the kind words. <laughs> yeah. I I try right, but you're and not think, Cr- you're not Griswold either. But you're certainly not Michael Keaton. I try right? not to be. You know, I don't want to be a snowman. <laughs> I'll melt. But I, what do you think? So so Clark takes this into his life. I mean, obviously everybody. I think a lot of people have seen the first one. You know, he just wants to put his family on a vacation. For this one, he just wants to have the perfect family Christmas. He cares yeah. so much, and I think you know there's. There's a lot of people. It's become a meme, right? Like, oh, you're you're gonna be a Griswold. You're gonna be a Griswold mm-hmm. at Christmas. And mm-hmm. you know, I have a few friends that that are really into Christmas, and and I, I I like the season, right? I'm not like crazy on on uh you know like the things like Clark does, but yeah, it's good to have traditions. And I would say, you know, I think that's something that maybe I've lost a little bit with the with with my side. Like we had a lot of family members in the past and you know you older you the older you get, the the more people pass away, unfortunately. And yeah. you lose some of those things. Sure. And you know, you gotta try to start your own traditions. And I think, you know, that's what we're trying to do, like watching this movie, watching certain movies and doing certain things. My wife will bake like Christmas cookies with my daughter. Like there there's different yeah. things that we try to do. Do you do you have any like traditions that you guys do with your family? Uh, yeah, and that's what you said. It really, it's it's kind of like past, right? It's, it's like hard, things man. that you did growing up. You know, you have both grandparents, and you you do separate things with them. Or sometimes they'd all come together. Um, 
Christmas Eve traditions, you know, that one, you open one, you get one gift on yeah, Christmas one Eve, gift. especially you get one <laughs> gift. And it's usually a good one, but not the top one, but it's like, oh, yeah. it's like something to look forward to, right? You know, the cookies and milk thing, you know, the Leave whole, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, um, not so much anymore, but certainly in the past, I mean, traditions, I mean, we, we would meet at my grandmother's, we'd play games, I'd go over to my, to my dad's side, we'd have mm-hmm. Lebanese food and, and a nice turkey or ham or whatever, you get the best of both worlds, presents here, presents there, all good stuff. Yeah, it's good memories, you know, and I think yeah. when you get the younger kids, like you obviously have a niece and a nephew, and I think like living vicariously through them is 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 mm-hmm. fun, right? And I think that's yeah. what Clark wanted. Like Clark yeah. just wants a family Christmas here. So we could talk about some of these different things that that he wanted to do. What do you think about like a big Christmas? Like I think you asked me this earlier, what's the biggest one that you've had? So you mentioned these yeah. different ones that you went to, like, did you ever have one the size of this? I feel like maybe one time, yeah, we had a we had a, a blowout where my mom's side and my dad's side, not all, not everyone, but the I don't know. I guess I guess the main characters all came together, and I don't. I couldn't even tell you what year it was, and maybe I'm even misremembering it. Someone, please, from my family, if you're listening, please please <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. But but it was still like maybe like maximum twenty, right? Yeah, twenty people. And it wasn't a sleepover thing. It was a it was a one one like a day, one day event. Yeah. yeah, like arrive at the place. Yeah, like an eight hour hangout type yeah. thing. Yeah, we but we I'm, had I'm, yeah, but I'm not for that. I'd rather I'd like it to be a little more intimate. You like it? Yeah, not less. tiny, but you know, more intimate. Sure. What about our, you? What do you? Our have? Thanksgivings were my parents would host, so our Thanksgivings were both sides, so my mom's side and my dad's side. So that was like the holiday where we both got together. And then Christmas was a little different where we would go to like my aunt's house on uh, on Christmas Eve and then Christmas morning we'd go to my grandmother's, but both on my mom's side. Like we had yeah. other grandparents visit and stuff different times, but Thanksgiving was like the big one that we did. And then Christmas was a little bit, it was still a lot of people, but it wasn't as many as what we would have on, on Thanksgiving. But yeah, yeah we did, never like uh, had people stay with us for a while. Like we, my wife family is you know from a few hours away from here so we travel for that so we stay there which is nice because then you get to be there on christmas and stuff like that and be part of those different traditions so we'll travel for that as part of our family but like we haven't done like the big ones like when we were younger it's too much man i got like i like i bring it back to that question i posed to you earlier it's like imagine having all four of your parents you know, under the same roof at the one time, you you'd be running outside too. You'd be going to check all the. I think anybody for sure. would for sure, yeah. and I, they yeah. might too, because it's yeah. like they they don't even like you don't yeah. even have space. Like the grandparents, yeah. and and we'll have to talk about this later. But I think they came on December fourteenth. Yeah, like it's too, too long, too early, too early. Like what's going on? <laughs> what about so we'll go through some of these other things that he wants, and maybe we'll ask some questions through here. But like he also had to have a real tree. Versus yeah. a fake one. And I'm sure we've talked about this on one of our old episodes, but maybe it's just time to bring it back up again. I don't know. What's yours? What's your what's your preference? Let, let me tell you, man, this is all about two different people. This is old me and 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 or younger me and older me. When I was a kid, it had to be real, right? Really? Let's get a real tree. Get the smell in. Get the real real tree smell. It's gotta be real. Was that you or your family? Like, well, it was a family, it? but I, I truly, if it, we got, a, if we got a fake tree, I'd be like, what the heck's going on? What here? is Let's, this? You know, <laughs> yeah, what is this? And eventually, we did get a fake one, but when I was younger, I remember it always being, being uh, 
fresh and, and, and real. Was that part of the experience to going to get it with your family, or yeah. was it? Like- well, yeah, we're not we're not sawing one down like Clark, but we would definitely <laughs> you go to the. You go to the tree store or whatever the heck, you know, off of whatever Home Depot parking lot. I don't know what the heck. Yeah. You know, and you pick one out. And uh, you act like you know what you're looking for, but you don't know what you're looking for. Oh, this is <laughs> a full this one. Like this, a is a, one. This, this is a good one right here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this nobody is the knows. One. Nobody knows. Yeah, um, but uh, certainly in my adult, like, psh, what a what a burden to bring a live tree into your house it, and keep it watered. Have all the needles and the sap. It's like, get out of here. <laughs> Who wants that? <laughs> I I never had a real tree. Like we always had a fake one. However, uh, we had my my mom's aunt. So it was my great aunt. They had a real tree. So that was my exposure mm. to it. And I liked it because it wasn't at my house, but it was there. But yeah, you're right. Like the sap, the needles. And I remember yeah. them like having to water the thing. Just make yep. sure it doesn't and, light on fire. And I never watered the damn thing. And I never disposed of a tree before. So it's like it was all fun and games for me. Yeah. Right. But. You know, I'm poor parents. You had a good time with it. How yeah. early did you guys go to get it? Was it like, hey, we're going the day after Thanksgiving? Like, that's a lot of people do that. I don't know if it was that early, but I feel like it was definitely within the first week of December. Yeah. And then it's up till you know, freaking mid-January, right? <laughs> and then it never comes down. It's fine. No. I. Uh, what about Christmas lights? Do you have any, any experience with that? Or do you have any preference on that? Do you do lights? Again, I've never put up lights in my life. And this Never is another once. thing of me enjoying lights when I was younger because they're, you know, I, I didn't do them, right? Very, very lucky to, to be blessed with a lighted house. You weren't stapling them into your no. roof like Clark? Mm, nope. I'm not climbing any ladders. I'm not getting up on the roof. I'm not stapling any lights. You know, if I have to do something, there's going to be no lights. You know, you come to my house right now, you have no <laughs> idea it's Christmas. It might, it might be July in my house. Who knows? You had a tree the one year? I had, I had a tree. I think it was my sister forced me to put it up or something. We, we had a correctly. tree when we were in our apartment we together. Did. And we did. Do we have yeah. pictures of that? I, I do. I'm going to post so. them on our it's account a, because we decorated it very great. Yeah, it was a pretty sad looking tree. Like it had eagles memorabilia all over it. <laughs> memorabilia. It. Yeah. Memorabilia. <laughs> you no, had like but, starting lineups in there. Yeah, we put the yeah, eagles helmet on the top. Put the helmet on top. Right. I'll no, post was, that. That was good. No, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. And I actually do like the aesthetic of having like Christmas lights inside the house. Right. Feels cozy. That's like... The only lighting, you know, that you have, you, know, you turn the lights off and you have the Christmas lights on and the TV or something. That's nice. But I'm a fan of standard white lights. Yeah, I like not, that too. Not big bulbed, not flashing, and not icicles. Yeah. I like standard. Just white. You know, like the flat looking or like skinny cylinder white lights. I know what you mean. Classy. Simple. I like that. Uh, what, what's your what's your favorite? I like that, but I also like the icicles. But the icicles are, was yeah. sort of a fad for like a minute, yeah. and everybody had the icicles. We we always had like basic lighting. My parents had these like animatronic Raggedy Ann and Andy. I don't know if you know those like mm, the characters. Yeah. I know them. Yeah, I know. All so them. my parents had these things that they would put in the front window, and they would like move, and it was pretty mm. cool. And my mom always my mom does a great job with like decorations on stuff. And she, like, it always feels like magical in her house because she's yeah. got like lights and trees and things like that. And she does such a nice job with the lighting. Like the lighting to me is like, yeah. that's how you get like good ambiance. Sure. Like, the lighting inside. And we, we weren't like Clark, right? Putting them all over the house and everything like that. It mm. wasn't, it was more indoor lighting and then some basic yeah. outdoor stuff. Mm. But we didn't go nuts. If you guys, 
we'll have to post another picture on this. There's a house not far from us. The guy that has like the 8,000 blow up things. Oh, yeah. What's his it's electric like bill? It's like comical. And he yeah. takes PayPal donations for the electric yeah. bill, like in the front yard. Yeah. You can't drive by his house. It's a spectacle. It's it's a spectacle. Like people will literally, literally yeah. drive and like, check this out. I'll post it, a picture online. It's the scene where Clark... Black out, blacks out the entire city and the That's nuclear plant and had to had to boost it. That's this guy. It's wild. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not joking when I say there's like crowds of people that come to see this. Every inch of his lawn is filled with the blow up yeah. like giant things. So, what about adult Drew? Are you are you dressing the house up? I don't. I mean, we do some basic stuff on like the tree, but we don't do too no, much. I don't. I mean, outside. Are yeah. you are you are you hanging stuff from the roof? We don't do the roof. No, 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 no. I, I just don't have the patience for it, man. And and plus, I'll probably get an HOA fine or something. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's <laughs> not uniform. Like for everything. It's, it's, it's not uniform. So, I don't know. Uh, what about family members staying with you? Like, have you, you just, we already kind of talked about that, I guess. But you said this earlier. Was it too much for the kids to ask? Like, what about the sleeping situation? Yeah. You Is it weird that? to have the two teenage kids sleeping in the same bed and... Sharing the room, especially with the teenage daughter being, you know, like 15, you know, yeah. and the kid being, tw- I'm, I'm not saying any funny business or anything like that. That's not being a sicko <laughs> about it, but it just seems like they're the type of age where they should probably not, they should be separated because it's not appropriate, especially for the, for the girl. Right. I think, you know, he, he slept in her bed, but I mean, you tell me they can't put it like a little cot or something in that room. Like, yeah, I would sleep on the place. floor. Yeah. Sleep on the floor. But I know you put the kids out. I mean, this should have been this should have been better planning, right? Yeah. Get the kid a mattress, stick him in a closet, right? Or even downstairs. I don't care where. It just seems like if I were to lose my room, that's, that's bull. it. That's, that's it. Bull. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm, yeah. I'm selfish. I, Call me selfish. Call me it, selfish. It was poor planning though, just in general, because they didn't even know that they were coming, right? Because if you remember Ellen's character, she's like, Oh, uh, my mom says she's coming for Christmas. Uh and he's like, oh, this is great. Like, I want to have this big Christmas. And she's skeptical. Yeah. But he's like, no, we can do it. No problem. But mm-hmm. again, he doesn't have to do anything. Like, he yeah. doesn't think about the logistics. Yeah. Like, sure. what food are they making? What are they doing? Like, they're fighting in the in the dining room in the morning when he comes down the one day. Like, that's what would happen if you're together mm-hmm. since December 12th or whatever yeah. the hell date it was. It was did crazy. they know? So do you think, uh, maybe I missed this, like, out of all the years viewing this. Did they know they were coming that early or, or- did the parents spring the early entrance on them? I think they they probably knew, but they never said like, "Hey, they're coming on this day." The other mm-hmm. question, kind of tied into what you said, is did the did the both sets of parents know that they were going to stay, or was the only one like the well, we're staying? No, but we're yeah. staying. Uh-huh. Like that could have been a wrinkle that they could have put in there. Okay, where it, it was yeah, like, maybe that's a thing where that's why they're a little unprepared about the sleeping arrangement and all that. It's true. Uh, it's true. I I agree. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, I don't know where to talk about this. Maybe it's now, maybe it's later. We could touch a little bit lightly on it because I know we can't be here for two hours, but his job and his boss, uh, you got Brian Doyle Murray as Mr. Shirley. What does, what is his job? I don't like, they say it, but what is he doing? Uh, he's up for food, exec, food, food additive executive of the year, Drew. Something like that, right? Like, I, <laughs> the, what is, but what fla- does he do? Flavor, I don't know, flavor enhancer. He, is he like a scientist, a food scientist, or is he, it a marketing thing? No, I like I got the impression he was the scientist because he was like behind, like he had molecules and stuff on his desk. Mm-hmm. But they never touched on this ever in the other ones, did they? They never said what he no. did. Am I am I an idiot? Like I no, don't. No, I think remember. they just they just made this up because the whole 
the story revolved around the bonus, right? I'm not a cereal and milk guy, though. So you have to tell me, like, would you want something that keeps the cereal crunchy? Because I don't do cereal and milk. I I, I prefer when the cereal gets soggy, Drew. This is not what I want. I like the I like it crunchy at first, but I like the different stages of the cereal. <laughs> the decay. I like it. I like it to devolve into sogginess at the <laughs> end of the bowl. I would be off put if the cereal was crunchy all day. See, I, I'm not a milk guy. I don't like milk. Never did. Mm. So I will eat dry cereal, like you know, a yeah. snack or something. But yeah. I, I never really it's like the. That's like human. It. It's like human dog food, Drew. Yeah. <laughs> dry cereal. It's good, man. Cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. It's just sugar. Yeah. It's like yep. sugar crackers. So wh- have you ever had a boss like Shirley? Like, I guess he's the CEO, right? So the type of boss that's like, blah, 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 get to work, blah, 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 blah. That'd be no, a brief summary not. by the end of the day. <laughs> I have not had a hard ass as a boss, fortunately. Have you ever my, had somebody life. get me this by the end of the day? Yeah, but not in those, like, not in that tone. <laughs> Clark, Clark, Clary, Larry. Yeah. Calling you a different name. It's Slippy like, slappy. Uh, yep. what is it? David Tepper. He calls people the wrong name yep. just out of a power move. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. I th- that, that's a, that is, that is a great power move though, to purposely call somebody by a different name. I, it's like I'm one of the of most it. disrespectful things you could possibly I would, do. I would use it if I ever like could, or like, you know, a, a situation arose. I've definitely had that situation in various jobs where it's like, Hey, I need this by the end of the day, or I need this by 8 AM. It's like, what? Like where, <laughs> Where are you coming from, man? I try we, I try not to do that to my team, but man. It's it's Friday at 2 p.m. and you're thinking, oh, maybe I should sneak out early. Yep. And, oh, Drew. No way. You know, hop on this meeting, four o'clock, <laughs> yeah, Friday, yeah. Christmas Eve. <laughs> what about the whole idea of the bonus thing, right? Like we yeah. said this earlier, do you consider it part of your bonus? Only, and only a fool, it? only a fool would count on a bonus as part of your salary. You hope to get it. You can't spend it. That's why it's before called a bonus. It's there. Yeah. It's a bonus. It's not your salary. How do you know how much it's going to be? It could you don't. be $5. It could be zero. It could be jelly the month. Man, I'll tell you what. The last company I worked at, we never even got one. The one that I'm at now, yeah. like we get them, but I don't well, count on that as like a thing. Yeah. But however, he did say at the end, don't have a bonus. I don't care. But tell me. Don't That's make people fair. think they're getting a bonus. But what made him think he was getting one? I guess you're right because they, they always said it. One. They because they always have but, one. Okay, they always have one. If Maybe we're not, not having year. one this year, please tell us. Times are I tough. I suppose. Put my CEO yeah. hat on. Times are tough. I got to yeah. pay myself ten billion dollars. You know, you can't maybe, give you a bonus. Maybe, maybe uh, Bill Murray's brother was giving them <laughs> bonuses that the company couldn't afford for X amount of years. That's true. And, too. and everything of that. It's running the place into the ground. And then this year he was like, you know what? You know, budget's tight this year sucks but let's do jelly of the month it's something at least we give them something I, jelly of the I, month is not cheap <laughs> it's a gift that keeps on giving clark yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I, I so i there is a joke and i think i've told this on the show before but my boss jokingly gave me a jelly of the yeah. month club paper Ooh. the one year because he knows that i like this movie and like yeah. he didn't tell me it was hilarious because he gave me like the folder and the way that he did it, like he was giggling about it and like he yeah. thought it was so funny. And, and he's a very like relatively straight, serious guy, right? And he like was joking. He was like giggling about this thing as he's giving me this folder and I pulled it out yeah. and he was cracking up. And like, obviously it was a joke and he knew, like it wasn't to be mean, but it yeah. was funny as hell because I love this movie and it was like a great joke that he wow. that he gave me, but it was did pretty you, awesome. Did you indulge on the jellies? I was, did, it a no, fake, was it a it was fake, fake thing? He printed it out. It was, it was, it was, it was completely like, fake. It. Yeah, oh, he printed it out. He signed you <laughs> up for it. 
<laughs> I don't know. Do they have? Yeah. I guess they do have that. It's like uh, what is it? Birch box or whatever the hell those things yeah, are called. Whatever the heck it is. Yeah. Geek box. Loot crate. Uh, Loot crate. Beer of the month. What do you think about putting it down on the on the pool? So he was trying to get ahead of things. Like he wanted to, to get a pool for his family. So. Yeah. So. Is it a good idea to have a pool in Chicago, Drew? I don't know if it is. We've been there in August, and it was hot, but yeah, I don't know how long it was hot. Like, is it hot in June? Like, <laughs> you're gonna get two months out of this thing a year. Is it? I don't you? know. The, this is me as an idiot. I don't know what the weather's I don't know like if in you're Chicago get, year I don't round. Know how much swimming weather you're gonna get in June <laughs> in Chicago, Drew? I know it's cold. So would you you build a pool? You know, ten thousand dollars plus, probably. Oh, at least for, you got a seventy-five hundred dollars deposit. Two months of swimming, yeah, maybe it's worth it. Maybe it's worth it. I don't I'll know. tell you what. You know, you said you liked having a fake tree when you didn't have to deal with it. You yeah. liked having lights on yeah. your house when you have to deal with it. Uh, I loved having a pool, but I hated yeah. dealing with it. Yeah, we had a we had an above-ground pool when I was growing up, and we begged for it. And yeah. it was one of those things where my my dad was great; like he helped get it. But man, that thing sucked. It took two hours just to vacuum the damn thing before you could yeah. even like get well, in there. Maybe it's similar. I mean, we, look, we people know that we live in Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Pennsylvania is similar to having a pool in Chicago. I don't know. It just seems to me like it's, <laughs> Chicago seems like a very cold weather town to me. We got to talk about the family and, and talk about all the different scenarios and possible violations here. The first one we've already touched on was how early they showed up. But did Clark immediately regret it? The second he saw them. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> he offered I mean, to park they, the cars. It was it was six people talking to each other at the same time. And he was like, I got to get out of the house immediately, <laughs> which is what I would do. I would look for an exit immediately. So same, Clark, same. We already talked a little bit about Rusty and Audrey's kids. Do you think they're good kids mm. in the context of this movie? Yeah, they're good kids. I, I mean, Audrey's teeny, teen-ish. But she's sweet. She compliments the lights even when they don't work. She knows she's trying to make her dad be happy. She was nice to the grandparents. Yeah, Rusty's a little sarcastic, but he he seems like, like a, he means well. Also, he grows up to be Nick Papa Giorgio, and we know that you know he's a very unassuming, he's a sweet boy, right? Sure. So I think they're good kids. Yeah. Would you like Ethan Embry as Nick Papa Giorgio or Johnny Galecki as well, Nick Papa Giorgio? Let me tell you, I nothing would nothing would make me happier if my boy grew up to be Ethan Embry. <laughs> Such a sweet boy. He's a sweet boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can't hardly wait. What a geek. Uh, what about the in-laws? So we we can touch on these. You already talked about the father-in-law, but do you think he's actually a jerk? And do you think they ever had a good relationship? No, I think it's always like not good enough my daughter vibes, right? That whole thing. I think yeah. he thinks he's, he's trash, honestly. <laughs> I think her parents think that he's trash. We could talk about Uncle It's not Luke. fair. We could talk about Uncle Lewis and Aunt Bethany. There's not much to to talk about there. The you know the the father-in-laws. We just we already said it. His parents seem like nice people. I think, uh, you know, and and we'll talk about some of these plot points as as we go through this list of violations. So let's go through some of these. I'm sure I missed some, but right. let's go through these and you tell me whether these things are officially a violation. You could be the judge, okay. and uh, we'll talk a little bit about it. So the first one that we have is it's a violation potentially on the family. For showing up on December 14th or earlier. Absolutely a violation. It's way too long. I don't care where you're coming from, right? If say let's say they live the furthest away. Say this, let's say they lived in freaking Seattle, Washington, yeah. right? Maximum five nights. That's right? what I was gonna say. Is that that's the maximum amount of yeah. time you can stay in someone's house? Maximum. Yeah. And we're talking, 
you're showing up on the 23rd and you're leaving on the like 26, 27. Yeah. Because otherwise you own rent. I mean, you're there yeah. that long. <laughs> like, yeah, you right. pay rent. <laughs> yeah. They're way or too even, early, man. Or even like show up on the 23rd and, le- and, and leave on New Year's or something. That's true. Even that's like, it's long, but. It's the holidays. It's like, it's like the build up to the holidays. Yeah. Yeah, right. because I feel like if you show up on the 14th, like Beverly D'Angelo's getting ready. She's got to get stuff ready that the right. family's got right. stuff to do. Like, what are they doing? They're hosting get, for two Get weeks. the shopping out of the way, dot the T's, cross the I's, get the, get the fridge stocked with everyone's favorite yeah. things, you know, be a good host. And you don't get the opportunity if they come bang on your door friggin' two weeks before Christmas. <laughs> what about the father-in-law again? You know, what was the guy's name? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Art. Art, him showing up, and then you know Chevy Chase gets locked in the in the attic. Yeah, and he's like wants to go to the mall anyway, and he says he's got another car, he can drive. I gotta eat so I can take my back pills. <laughs> like, total, total, total thing for yourself or total violation. I don't like this guy one bit. Like, what what is the absolute latest that you would go shopping for Christmas in a physical store in 2023 right now? Well, I'll go on the 24th if you drive me. You, but if you if you're not driving, I'm not driving. Yeah, there's nothing worse to me than driving around a parking lot in the mall looking for a spot, <laughs> especially where we live. Yeah, and the, if you have to park in the last spot of the mall, maybe the mall's not worth going to that day. Yeah, I'd rather no park in the last spot yeah. than try to like drive around and try to yeah. get the first spot. Like I hate yeah. the people that are like camping oh, for the yeah. first spot. Oh, we can't, like, we, yeah, let's. Just freaking walk, man. Pick the spot, man. Yeah, you're going to be walking 10 miles in the mall. You might Pick as well it. walk freaking 30 steps outside the <laughs> yeah. mall, right? I I have vivid memories of us going to the mall, like, and it, where we live, it's, like, insane around yeah. Christmas time. It's not like New York City or anything, but, like, the yep. amount of people in a place for where we are, our friend drove, so it was good, because I didn't have to sit yeah, in traffic. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, we've, we've lived where long enough to where we've had pre-internet shopping and now in this era of you don't have to leave the house anymore to go do Christmas shopping. And I, there's something nice about I like going. going Christmas shopping, but I'm I'm a late shopper, but like I'll get I'll be done by the 23rd at the at the You're latest. not doing it like this you know December 24th into no, the No, the, the very rarely have ever needed something on Christmas Eve. Yeah. That's for the true true slackers. I you know I got Beverly D'Angelo as my wife here. She does she's the yeah. the most thoughtful person, and she yeah. does a lot of the shopping for our family members. Yeah. She's very like thoughtful, and she gets thoughtful gifts for. People. And she knows what people people like. She yeah. does, and I, and she does a lot of that early. She's she's mm-hmm. good at that. <laughs> yep, women be shopping. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what about Eddie, cousin Eddie? I, we didn't even really talk about him much, but cousin Ed. showing up unannounced yep. with his kids to crash the holiday and then dumping the kids in the house so he can oh, get yeah. the rubber sheets out. I mean, uh, t- perspective, really. First, let, let the kids sleep in the house. They're not taking up space. <laughs> they can curl up on uh, on the foot of the bed, you know. Yeah, they're, they're, the fire. they're practically dogs anyways. They already got right? the old people in there. Yeah, yeah. Cousin Eddie is an interesting character because it's hard to talk about him on a podcast like this because – a lot of Eddie is, you know, remember when he did this, remember when he did that. So what what can we say about Eddie that is, you know, in, yeah. his, in his leisure shoots that that can't be said but just by watching the movie, right? It's 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 a it's just what do you it's a movie stealing character. I would agree. And I yeah. think, you know, shout out to Randy Quaid because I feel like 
he is so good in this. And you're right. Yeah. Like you can't necessarily give him, oh, remember this, remember that. But yeah. I thought he was fantastic. And I'm telling you right yeah. now, I've said this all year. The best that guy performance at the Last Row Podcast Awards 2023 yeah. version. Yeah. I don't know how he's not going to win this because he's he's just like I mean we've had a lot of great that guys yeah. this uh, year it's yeah. been stacked we might have to open up uh, you know honorable mention but he's so good and you know I have to say one thing that is remember this remember that yeah my all time favorite moment of him and it's the most subtle thing is he's got that turtleneck that's underneath the yeah. white sweater that's a fake turtleneck but what's the point of the turtle. <laughs> Why not just have a real turtleneck? Are they too expensive? Like, I don't get he's it. He's trying to dress up, and I guess he doesn't want to get too hot, right? Because you, you wear like oh, okay, a right. so double shirt under a sweater. he's wearing a sweater anyway. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Then wear the turtleneck without the sweater. So funny. It's like I don't know, I, I don't know why thing. that exists, it's and like I want to know where he bought it. It's, yeah, it's so like funny. Turtleneck bib. It's my favorite thing of him. Yeah. But uh, so, so violation to show up unannounced? Absolutely. Yeah. He wasn't invited. But, no, not at all. But again, he's brain damaged. So what does he, what does he know? You know? And you told me that it's okay because he has his own house. He brought his own house. Yeah, he brought his own house. He's not imposing. He's, he doesn't need a bed to sleep in. Until the shitter's full. And, uh, Until the shitter's full. <laughs> uh, what about this one? And you brought this up very, very, very slyly here. And I never even thought about this. Smoking in somebody else's house as a yeah, guest. People, people were just lighting up left and right inside the Griswold house, Drew. And this is like the ultimate violation. You sure that's not a 1989 thing, though? Those are stinks that can't be unstunk inside <laughs> your house. No, it's not a 1989. I feel like it's a 1970 thing. Yeah. It's a 1969 thing. Like, do you mind? If, uh, if you're smoking inside of your own house, then there's you're, you're being less classy. It's like a less classy house because your house, you don't know it, but it smells like cigarettes. Yeah. Take it outside, man. Take it outside. Get out, get out on the deck. Get on the patio, you know? Do you feel that way about smoking in a car too? Because it's like, I remember being yeah. a poor kid trying to buy a car. It's like, oh, mm. this is a smoker's car? Ugh, yeah. Man, it sucks. Well, I think a smoker's going to smoke inside a car. I, I get that. And that's, I guess that's their personal property. But if you're going to like invite guests to your home, right? You're smoking in the house. Then it's like, people aren't going to want to come back. Especially like, oh, house some smells of like the- smoke. Cigarettes. Well, I don't know. Beverly D'Angelo, she pulled one out and they're like, are you smoking again? So clearly like maybe she smoked, yeah. but she got over it, but everyone else was smoking. Yeah. 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 Well, she was stressed. And then the cigars, when the cigars come out, Drew. Yeah. That's just smoking a stogie in your living room, right? It's a little much. In someone else's house. You're right. It's a violation. Yeah. Clear yeah. violation. Like what? if you, if you, if you're in your study with your, with your glass of brandy yeah, or, or, you know, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> bourbon then sure fire one up in your study but that's like air leave it, yeah leave it leave it to one room <laughs> what about guilting eddie again guilting clark into buying the kids christmas presents and then ultimately accepting it because yeah, it's for the greater good i'm all for it but he he didn't have money so he like sort of guilty yeah. and clark didn't have to say yes yeah he could have said oh man i know it's a tough one Ugh. it's the right thing to do question for the record was Clark buying that dog food for him too? Yes. Like the 80 yes, bags of dog food? <laughs> oh, absolutely he was. <laughs> I love how he also said, like, if it's okay with you, you know, I'd, I'd like to get you something too. Yeah. Something real nice. <laughs> get yourself something real nice. <laughs> <laughs> this is a deep one that I just happened to notice. I never noticed this before just because I was oblivious to it. But yeah. Rusty 
for having a poster behind his top bunk of two tortoises getting it on. Look, you can't knock the boy for studying nature. Right? Where do you buy that poster? Like that's, that's gotta Gibbs? be like a Spencer's thing. It's like, <laughs> oh, look at the Roman sex. It's like, yeah, it's, that's definitely a Spencer's thing. Turtles. It's like, yeah. why? There's <laughs> probably a whole like set of it, like lions and turtles <laughs> and birds or whatever. So weird, man. So weird. It's, it's a renegade. Mm. What about Bethany? Bringing the cat as a gift and packing the jello. Well, she's out of her mind. Can't okay. her. Not, not a, a violation. violation. Not a violation. What about Lewis burning down the tree and not DGAF mode? He's senile, but like he <laughs> he knows what he did. Like once he realized <laughs> it, he he didn't know he did it. But once he did it, he was like, ah, screw that tree. <laughs> he put it out of its misery. He said, "He he's what he's what we call in the business a rotten old bastard." <laughs> Kind of is a rotten old bastard. Mean, mean old son of a bitch is what that guy is. <laughs> he's so old that yeah. he doesn't care anymore right. and screw yeah. you. Like, yeah. whatever. He's whatever, yeah. Clark. Mean old son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, and then Eddie and Clark killing the cat. Yeah, that was an accident. What you it do? was an accident. <laughs> yeah, it was an accident. This one, this is a deeper conversation here, but I got the impression that Eddie's wife cooked the turkey. Yes. Because she said I left it in too long. Yes. What about overcooking it? Does that ruin dinner? Did it? Did it ruin it? Yes. <laughs> they were crunching on that turkey, Drew. It's the worst Man, you could do. I could taste that thing as they were uh, eating it. It, it, it. Is dry turkey the worst food you could eat? I think so, man. Like, oh, but I guess you could you could douse the thing in gravy. But if it's <laughs> so cooked that it's like you have to crunch it, <laughs> the one that was dipping it in her water. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever had a bad meal? For the not, holidays, not, not to holiday. not say anything. No, you know? like I have to be honest. Like I, I've gotten very lucky. Like most people that I've gone to, like all all of my family members, they're like good cooks. Well, like yeah, everybody even, makes great food. Listen, even good cooks, something something could happen. I've never. You know what? Actually, it wasn't a Christmas time, but yeah. it was one time my mom made spaghetti and meatballs for dinner. And yeah. we put the Parmesan cheese on it, and it was a yeah. brand new Parmesan cheese. Uh-huh. But I think it was bad, and we uh-huh. no like. <laughs> oh, so like you, so the the noodles were like tasted like bad cheese. So before anybody even ate, it just smelled like like a, <laughs> like a barnyard, and we were like, "What the hell is this?" My mom felt so bad uh, because she it was like brand new cheese, and you know the Parmesan like the the grated cheese or whatever the like yeah. the powder cheese. It was that. That was like one That's moment hilarious. that I remember. My brother, uh, my dad, and I were like not saying anything. <laughs> I wish that was like Christmas dinner. It was your whole it family. That was so good. Have you have you had a bad bad meal where you had to say something? No. Not that you have to say something, but no. But in, you can't you know, say it. You can't. Uh, there's a certain family member. Not going to say who. If you're listening, not not <laughs> definitely not listening. <laughs> <laughs> She's, she's history. His skeletons are uh, coming she's out history. here. No, no, not the greatest. <laughs> but, but darn it, I think she tried. She tried. Did you? She tried. So, how bad does it have to be for you to say something? I feel like you no. can never. You just can't. Yeah. No, you never do. And then it was never like uneatable, un, uneatable, unedible. It was like, no, you know, we're there. For, we're there for Christmas. You know, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll bite the bullet. And not that, and like I said, not that it was horrible, but it was. Eh. <laughs> would you can, would can you we go to the, can we go to the other place now <laughs> house would, one of two would you rather eat dry turkey or like a 
overcooked steak. Like I'll like, take the steak. That, that's like hard black. to eat too, though. It's definitely hard to eat an overcooked it's steak. It's like a tire. I, I, would, I would take the steak. I would take the steak and like the steak doused in barbecue sauce <laughs> is better than better. the driest turkey in the world doused with gravy. Yeah, I feel like because the turkey gets caught in your throat. Like even yeah. chicken gets that way when it gets too dry. Like if you yeah. overcook it or overgrill yeah. it or something. Like I've done that before where you accidentally leave it in too long. Man, it's uh, it, it's it's rough to eat. Like I like how he was getting like the dental floss out yeah. too because he's stuck in his teeth. It's all stringy. <laughs> so, speaking uh, of meals, um, is there a better nap for the year than the Christmas Day nap? It's a great one. I mean, it's the Christmas Day nap. I guess you could say the Thanksgiving nap, but the Christmas nap. I feel like the Christmas nap is better because it's like seasonal. Things are going on. If you don't have full on child obligations. You could sit in a, on the couch or chair and, and doze off, and it's, it's fine. You be like the old man in there, like uh, yeah. the the guy, the the rotten yeah. old bastard. Yeah, it's. I think you're right though, because the it's Thanksgiving the nap is like a food coma because yeah. you got all the food that you ate. But yeah. Christmas Day is a multi. It's a second day of an event. So Christmas yeah. Eve, right? If you're celebrating, you're doing stuff potentially, and then Christmas Day you're tired as hell from the night before and all the events and the festivities of that day. So yeah. it's a long day. I don't, did you ever have to go to church? Like I used to have to go to church on, on Christmas. We would go like, no. we've only gone midnight mass a few times. Mm. And like, that was late, right? It's midnight, literally midnight. And then there was sometimes we had to go early, early. I used to, I used to go with my grandfather on Saturdays, no matter when. Like Ahead of Saturday. time. Yeah. But I honestly I don't recall going to church for Christmas or Christmas Eve. Like maybe that we was, did. I don't remember. But I I feel like I, we were never like Christmas church family. So you save the room for the people that only go on that day, I guess. Right? Yeah, like, it was too crowded. <laughs> yeah, the Lord the Lord's house is too small to hold us. They tell you, man, it's a mortal yeah. sin. Like you, you yeah. like you got to be there. It's right. Like I listen. If we, I get we to if, if I if I get to the pearly gates and, and it's like yep. Oh, you didn't show up to church for Christmas. <laughs> Remember that time, and then Kevin? Just throw, throws me down. Like, December. you know what? F you, man. If you're going to be petty <laughs> like that? You're going to be petty? You're going to be hanging out with uh, Fibonacci down in, in yeah. uh, <laughs> this freaking, uh, what's his I name? Peter Stormare. I don't, I don't think the Lord's a petty person, Drew. Right. Kevin, on, on December 25th, <laughs> 1994, you were yeah. playing with Optimus Prime. Do you, ever, do you ever fail a class for bad attendance? I don't think I don't think I don't think the Lord fails for bad attendance. <laughs> yeah. We always forgive, except for that you yeah. can't be at church, yeah. you know. Yeah. So You've gotta have one hundred percent attendance, <laughs> or else perfect attendance. Anyway, best nap ever. What, what about what about the family? This is the biggest one to me. Like not even close. So Christmas Eve was it Eve or day dinner? It was Eve, Eve. right? Eve. So Christmas Eve. When all the stuff was going down, all they were having a bad time. They start packing their bags. They're like, "I'm out of oh, here." Right? Listen, I'll say this. I'll t- this is this is two stories in one. At first, I was like, "Hell yeah, Clark! They're not going anywhere. You stay. You know, <laughs> you're a part of this. We're in this you're together." Them to the chair. But after thinking about it, I was like, "You know what? Yeah, if they want to leave, go ahead and let them leave. This that's not fair. They're not having a good time. We're not having a good time." But, but yeah, my, you, my, my gut reaction, <laughs> n- my gut reaction was, no, 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 no. You're not going anywhere, buddy. Listen, I, you're part of this. They help make the mess. That's the yeah. problem. Like you yeah. can't just leave. Yep. Like you're part of this chaos. You're staying. They're saying like, how could it get any worse? Really? Yeah. Like how could it get yeah. anywhere? I mean, it gets worse, but it's, yeah. 
they have a nice time though. Like they do, they t- they turn yeah. it around. Like they read yeah. the night before Christmas right. before Shirley busts in. But there's no reason to leave because like, nobody's nobody's like nobody has done anything to anyone else. You know what I mean? It's not like the they were wrong. They didn't fight. They didn't fight. They didn't, there wasn't a large fight between families or anything like that. It's just there's chaos. You know, there's animals, live animals in the house. The house is getting wrecked. People are getting kidnapped. You know, but there there was no you know family to family fight. So it's not like a fist fight and someone's got to go because we have to be separated. <laughs> I I think that's I I would want them to stay. I think they need yeah. to stay. They, they yeah. dug that grave there. Yeah, you started this. We're finishing this. You can't leave on Christmas Eve. Maybe you say, I'm leaving in the morning. I'm out yeah. of here tomorrow yeah, morning. Yeah. First thing tomorrow morning, I'm out of here. What are they going to do? Drive? Are going to find a, it a was hotel late. on Christmas Eve? Where are they going? Yeah. Like, it's just, what are you going to do? What, are they going to go to bed, I guess? I mean, but if you'd been there since maybe December 12th or 14th, maybe you yeah. do want to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. What about, uh, we'll go through the last couple of these quickly because then we got to talk about the ending, but... Clark spending his bonus without having the money. I mean, we already talked talked about that. Is it a violation? Total violation. Yeah. Biggest violation of the movie. Never assume that. You can't assume it, right? What about uh, Mr. Shirley cutting the bonuses and making it Jelly of the Month Club? Violation? Total violation. Let the people know ahead of time. I agree with that. I agree. And then what about Eddie kidnapping Mr. Shirley, which we'll talk about in one second? Not a violation because like I said, he's brain damaged. He doesn't know any better. He's yes. just doing what he's told. He yeah, wants he to asked. get Clark a great gift. And there it is. He took, <laughs> his, he took him for a word. You know, you could argue that, that he's the hero of the movie. Think about that for a second. We'll come back to it. Mm. But uh, we, we can't end this show without talking about Todd and Margot. Like two of my favorite characters. Oh, yeah. And I think you asked me about Clark earlier. This is Julia Louis Dreyfus and Christopher Guest's brother, the be- yes. the neighbors that are like super yuppie. Do you think that they're yuppies, or is he a bad neighbor? Like, who- who's the bad neighbor here? So the answer is yes and yes. Yes, yes, they're yuppies. Yes, he's a bad neighbor. He's he's oblivious to the fact that he's a bad neighbor, but he's a, he's an annoying neighbor. Did he, he try? Is. Did he ever try? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I f- I feel like they were probably t- well. They were probably they probably didn't try. But to their in, in their defense, this guy is is annoying, and <laughs> they probably feel he doesn't belong in this neighborhood. I mean, right? there's thousands of dollars of damage that were done to their house specifically. Like, I mean, as far as far as I know, Todd and Margo's last name is McAllister, right? It could be. I mean, they very they, very I mean, much. Similar. I mean, I mean, they're both in Chicago. Like the family, you know, the Chicago. Both are Chicago movies. He's the Murphys. This could be a couple blocks down from, you know, yeah, it could be the Murphys. <laughs> Where's the wet bandits at right yeah. now? Let me tell you though, I want their stereo system. Their yeah. oh, that was a sweet their new finagle, finagled late eighties, early nineties, new wave, freaking techno drum having yeah. Huey Lewis in the news listening stereo. I it looked like Patrick Bateman's apartment, yeah. right? Like that's yeah. what it looked like. It was crazy. Yep. But that's tears why for, Tears for Fears listening. I want it. <laughs> they they had a lot of like weird things. They had like the foil sweat, the spacesuit sweatsuit yeah. thing where they're going to sweat it out oh, and yeah. all that. And they were just super yuppie. But when, when their stereo got destroyed, like the, the genius part about that comedy is that it was ice. <laughs> Yeah. So it melted and it was no trace of it, it was right? Per- like, perfect crime. It why, was, is it wet? why is it wet in here? <laughs> it's <just> ridiculous. <laughs> ice spear. Who who would have, who would have guessed ice spear? <laughs> Too bad. I mean, imagine they're sitting on the bed there. It's like getting yeah. killed. And the other thing, like again, you talk about that. 
but when the lights went on and they were just dropping things and falling through the thing. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, total outrageous. And her her trying to make Todd go over and, and punch him in the face. If you're not going to take <laughs> care of this, then I will. And like, just imagine being him when she comes in looking yeah. like she got beat up. Like, did he beat he you think? up? <laughs> he beat you up? <laughs> so anyway, let's talk about the ending of the movie. Coming back to the question that I asked you earlier, do you think Eddie's actually the hero of the movie? And, and is it better I that know. he was there? Kind of. I mean, they got the bonus, right? Times 20%. He wouldn't have got it if if yeah. Eddie didn't show up, right? Yeah. Good thing the shitter was full. Let me tell you. <laughs> so it's like, do you think it would have gone as poorly as it did if he didn't show up, but it didn't have a chance to get... It's got to be... What do they say? It's darkest before the dawn? Yeah, right, right, yeah. And Eddie didn't do anything terrible to, like, screw up the house. He didn't do anything. You're right. He broke, You're right. The, he broke a statue. That was nothing. It was really the wild animals. Actually, no, okay, his dog broke the house. Never mind. The dog and... The dog know, broke the house. Yeah. Took Clark's money. Yeah. The gifts. The I kids. can't take his money. The kids need a Christmas. Drew. He guilted. They do. And they, the kids. I would have done the same thing if I was yeah. Clark. I'd have done yeah. the same thing. You got to do it. Well, speaking, so. speaking, of the, speaking of the kids, the girl calls him Santa Claus. I don't like that. That's like a like, 20s gangster thing. Yeah. I don't like when kids call Santa Claus Santa Claus. Not a fan. <laughs> It seemed grow up, like kid. a grow up. It seemed like a twenties gangster yeah. thing yeah. to say, like Santa Claus. Grow up, kids. Come on. I don't know. Uh, what about and you know? So obviously, Eddie kidnaps Mister Shirley. I want to talk a little bit about this. The bonus when he, when he, before he even does that, Clark gets the bonus. He builds it up to be this gigantic thing, and then he decides to open it in front of everybody. That's. That's private. Mm. That's a private area right there. Well, That's a private isn't information. Isn't it all the house is destroyed, by the way? Yeah. So I feel like he's on his last nerve. So I feel like had he been in a better state of mind, it would not have been a grand unveiling. It's just it's almost like look at all the bad things that happened. Here's what's gonna save us all. Right. How much bonus do you think he was actually gonna get? Because they they put twenty percent on the whole thing at the end. Yeah. Like he's got to pay. They they said seventy five hundred dollars for the pool, and this is nineteen eighty nine. So you got to think yeah. about inflation. Yeah. But he's got to fix his damn house. His house yeah. is destroyed. So he was. Probably, I, I bet he was expecting ten thousand dollars. You something think so? Like that, right. Yeah. I'm thinking ten thousand dollars. What's the right? deposit? But, is it twenty percent? Like fifty percent? He said he had to put in a big deposit because of the end of the year or whatever. Because the yeah. ground is. I don't know. Who knows? It was seventy five hundred. I but think I think the down. deposit was larger than it normally okay. would have been because he wanted to get in early. Yeah, but I think it was about ten grand. I don't know, man. It's weird. And he it, said it was seventeen years. So I guess with people counting on it, you would count it. But he it surely has a change of heart, and he says, "Whatever you got, add twenty percent." At that moment, I was wondering, like, is he giving just him a bonus? And like. <laughs> Because he had the audacity to kidnap the guy, but yeah. then he says that he's reinstating it for everybody, and his wife was obviously upset with him. So, he did the right thing here, but man, but, maybe he should have pressed charges. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And you're right; the house is destroyed. Do the cops have to pay for the windows they all smashed in, or that is that ridiculous. just nothing? Because if not, then yeah, that entire bonus check is. There's a lot of windows to fix. You know, a lot of. A lot of repair to be made to the Griswold house. The problem is, like, that check's already accounted for. Like, you can't, yeah. t- I mean. What's the fine for the sewage dump? Oh, that's going to be huge. Right? That's going to be huge. And maybe the cops will charge him for something. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. That lead cop, by the way, has such an iconic face to me. Like, I always recognize that guy. I don't even know who he is. But I don't like, know. He's a, he's a that guy. He's in a million things. I and I feel like he's always face. a decorated police officer, right? It should he's have been Hightower from Police Academy. He's or, always a captain. Uh, what's the guy with the... Or Tackle, Tackleberry. The guy f- mm. with the giant gun from, yeah. from Police Academy. So, I don't know. Do you think he should have pressed charges? Maybe that's how we can wrap it up. So... It was a very much a Scrooge type ending where it's like, you know, a change of heart, this and that. I feel like if he would have slept on it, he'd be like, you know what? Screw him. This guy. <laughs> this guy kidnapped me. This guy sicked his, you know, his, his demented cousin in a blue leisure suit on me on Christmas Eve. Screw him. You know what? I am giving bonuses to everyone except him. It seems like the type of person he is. He I'm not saying I it. would do it. I'm saying that maybe he did it. When they go back to work on Monday, man, maybe yeah. he's he's going to find his office all yeah. cleared out. So, so do you think they had a successful Christmas when all is said and done at overall? Yeah, I think uh, I think it wrapped up nicely. Don't you? I mean. I, I They put a bow on it and then they even yeah. had the flaming Santa Claus yeah. uh, thing in the, at the yeah. end and then they had the song again, which you, it's great. You pick song. up the pieces. You pick up the pieces, you know, you, you salute America and then you go on. I'm a fan of the Christmas vacation song. I know it's not Holiday Road like everyone wants, but I'm a fan of that song. So that's fine. It's fine. I can take it for you. To be honest, are you are you going to watch this again next year? Final question. Of course. Yeah. I might even every watch year it again. Into, every year for the foreseeable future. Yeah. yeah. I might even watch it again. I want to know what you guys think. Is this on your list of uh, of Christmas movies? Is where does it fit within the pantheon of of holiday movies for for the listeners out there? Send us an email, thelastrowpodcast at gmail.com. Check us out on thelastrowpodcast.com, the website, all the social channels at The Last Row Pod. Hit us up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, and please consider leaving us a five-star review. We're going to be back. I mentioned we're doing a, a holiday gauntlet here, not to not to bust Ooh. out the schedule makers, but we, we, we gave ourselves a gauntlet. We're doing, we're doing Die Hard next, finally, on December 21st in two weeks. Yeah. And then two weeks from then on January 4th, we'll be back with Scrooge, another uh, Bill Murray classic. So looking forward to these. Looking forward to these. Oh, yeah. Big, big December ahead. Hopefully we, uh, I don't know what you said at the beginning, that we, we what is it, tantricize people for the... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the proper term is, but... We're warming them up for Christmas. A little little bit at a time. (laughs) A little bit here. And on that note, we'll see you guys in two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) 